All right, everybody, welcome to Sales Pitch. And if you can't get into a house, it's your own damn fault. I'm going to explain it right now. When you're pre-approved and you have a buyer and you're, and you're selling your house and they're, they're, they're doing, you're doing a, you put it on Zillow and you're looking for a specific house with what you're pre-approved for, if you've been pre-approved for a $200,000 house, quit being dumb, not unless you have a lot of money saved uh, and you're doing a, and you're doing um, a mortgage where you can't afford if you can't afford it, then stop looking at listings that you can't afford. You've been pre-approved for two hundred thousand. Then stop looking at two hundred twenty-nine thousand. Not unless you have that extra money on your pre-approval, like um, doing a conventional loan. Most people need a certain. So let's say you put three percent down, two hundred thousand. So you're going to need, let's say, twenty grand down. Let's just say that, and you're pre-approved for two hundred. Okay, well, you can't buy a $229,000 house because you don't have the money. This just happened to me. It's people trying to, don't look for something you can't afford. Start looking for things you can afford. I don't understand, I don't understand people's logic. They, oh, they way overreach, saying, oh, well, we can get that one. Well, no, you can't because you got closing costs and all the other stuff with the mortgage and with the money down. So now you're at 200, $235,000 because you've got to remember you got closing costs. People forget about that. You've got to add two to, sometimes two to $3,000, even more, depending on your state, on your closing costs. And uh, someone like me, I'm not, I'm not giving you my money for you to buy my house, okay? Some closing costs can be paid for by, by the seller. That's true. But I'm not doing it. If you don't have the money, it's not... It's not the percent rates of the house right now. You can work with that. You can work that out later when the percent when the housing rates go down. You can always refinance to a, for a lower rate and put money back in your pocket. Right now, most people are are underwater on their homes. They've already borrowed too much against the loan with and with the equity. And new buyers are coming in at a higher rate, saying, "Well." We'll just have to find a house that uh, we can afford to, we can buy, and not have to put any money into. And that's what I do for a living. I buy these houses, I refurbish them, put new things in them, or fix the things that are wrong. And uh, like this house had a, a four-year-old furnace system that the people living here couldn't fix for ninety-five dollars. That's right, they got underwater on the on the home, couldn't fix it, and they couldn't afford to fix the furnace. Uh, the service, the, the service agreement on it. Okay, it was under warranty. They could not afford to pay ninety-five dollars to get the air conditioning fixed to make it work properly because it's all connected today. Um, before you can just turn the air conditioner off and just have the furnace work, but there was another issue with it that was under warranty, which it was internal fuse, and I had that fixed for ninety-five dollars. It was it was five hundred dollars altogether to maintenance the air conditioner, clean it, getting it ready. And they said, "Look, this whole system is under warranty for a whole another year. Why didn't they have this done?" I was like, "I got to be honest with you, they didn't have the money. They didn't have the money for you to come out for a ninety-five dollars service call. So you got to get prepared for that. If you can't afford the house you're looking at, and looking at a house to over, you're overreaching what you can afford, then stop it, please, you guys. You need to stop." Your 
your overreach. You're not going to get the house. And the people that are selling it, like me, oh, well, we're going to offer them this for it. That's fine. You could, I have a $170,000 house, and you got approved for uh, $150,000. Well, you can come in at $149,000. you can come in at $149,000. I'm not going to budge on my price. I'm not going to give you $20,000 under because you guys are fucking dumb. That's right. All you home buyers better start getting with your with your uh, lender, which is your bank, for the mortgage, and get them to explain some shit more to you about the housing market. It's not just the the. It's not cheaper is better in this in, in buying a house. It's what can you get for your money that's going to benefit you with your with your investment because this is an investment, long or short term. Um, most time it's with the mortgage is long term. You got a job, you got a house payment, you got mortgage insurance, you got house insurance that it all goes into an escrow account, so you can afford that house. Now, I invest in properties under market value properties for a reason because people like you are trying to buy them cheaper, saying you can fix them and find out later how much it really costs to fix a house, and that costs thirty grand. In a blink of an eye. So you need to really dig down deep from somebody that knows what they're talking about. Because I have an open house tomorrow. And I really want to be there. Say, hey, ass wipes. I invest in these properties for a reason. I fixed all this crap. Okay? All this stuff that you're saying, oh, this part, this house is overpriced. Just cost me $30,000 to fix. Because the last homeowners couldn't afford to fix it right. And you're coming in trying to lowball me. because you're 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 pre-approved for a hundred and sixty thousand dollar house, but you're trying to get a hundred and sixty nine thousand dollar house and don't have any money extra to go towards it. And you're gonna try and lowball me on that. No. I'm too smart for your dumbass bullshit. That don't work. That don't work in today's today's society. You guys don't want to negotiate, so I'm not negotiating now. This is a seller's market, guys. Don't care what, what anybody says. And I want to play hardball. I'm going to play hardball with you all. Because I want to get paid. Okay? And and if you want a house that I that I fix, um, I'm not going to get lowballed on it and lose, lose money that I put into it because you feel that you deserve you deserve that, that house for a lower price. I'm not going to do it. People today are not going to negotiate anymore. Not with you dumbasses. And I'm, I'm telling you, the banks... And the people selling houses are definitely calling you millennials dumbasses because you exactly are that. You're naive, you don't use your heads, you don't know how to negotiate, and you, you overreach for something you can't get. And then you feel bad that you can't get it. And now you want to change the game and you wanna go you wanna go against the uh you wanna go against times. And you can't do it. And Generation Z um, you guys are just going to make things harder because none of you want to do the hard work that's involved to make this these houses um, sound, okay? And not have to live in them for 10 years and not have everything break on you. Because the houses that you're going to buy that are cheaper, oh, well, I'm going to buy the 145000 house. Why isn't that house less value than that one? Well, it's because I just put thirty grand into fixing everything. And I'm getting my money back. I don't give a shit what you fucking think. You guys want to be dumbass Dumbass millennials, and I'm going to tell you what you are in this in this housing market. You're dumb. So quit being dumb. 
subscribe to my channel, get your head out of your asses, and start learning something. Because being at home, being a remote worker ain't doing you no favors. And going out and being a, um, being a DoorDash driver, uh, doing this gig work that's ripping you off, is not doing you any favors either because you're not making any money doing it. You're making $2,000 a year being a DoorDash driver because you've got to pay all your money in maintenance, tires, and uh, gasoline. Look, I know the game. I know the game. Just you want you want to make some good money for a low low a low educated job, then go work for the post office. Those guys are paying you good money. The post office is paying you a good wage with a pension, kind of like the military. That is the best job you can get in our country right now. It's it's always been a good job, and all you got to do is drive around and give people their damn mail, okay? And then you'll get then. Then your your pension they'll help you actually get a better quality loan than working for DoorDash driving around. Because I'd rather just deliver someone's mail and make twenty nine dollars an hour instead of making two dollars an hour at the end of the day driving someone's Burger King over to their house. Because you ain't doing it, dudes. You gig workers are wondering why you're not getting loans and you got bad credit and you have you got high debt with with uh, education. Because education is ripping you off. The administration of our country and our government are are ripping us off. I'm not I'm not going to tell you how to run your lives, but I will tell you you're never going to get ahead with that listening to our uh, education department anymore. If you want to, if you're a businessman, first thing you're going to do is learn not not to overreach your limits and what you can afford, not afford. And how much money you gotta save to get ahead in this world? And uh, real estate is a really good way to make good money. It's a really good way because I you you once you get a mortgage and then you start paying your mortgage down and you get a good job and you start doing some side hustles, you know, to make extra money on the side and then paying those debts off. And once you pay off a, a like I did selling Amazon and eBay. I was able to pay my first mortgage off in uh, six years instead of 30. Then, I, then the house went up in value because I started fixing it. I had a rental property. Then I went to another one. Now that one. Now this one. And I paid off my shit. I paid off all my debts. Except my car payment. Now car payments are another one um, that are going to set you back. Um, and my my house, my car payment is six nineteen, and then uh, my insurance is another hundred and some hundred sixteen dollars. So I'm paying eight hundred something dollars a month for a car payment now. That is pretty crazy. I'm ready to give the keys back because I was in this markup game that the dealers are doing. Now that doesn't happen in real estate. We're not marking anything up, okay? And so now cars are costing more than houses. Go ahead and get it. Go ahead and get that Ford F-150 for $110,000. It just costs more than the house that you just bought for, uh, you might have got. Because a lot of these older houses are not very expensive, depending on where you live. And they're costing under $100,000. So you guys are getting a vehicle. Now you're getting $4,000 a month because you got a $2,000 a month car payment. Things are just getting out of reach. And banks know it. And banks are getting... Banks are are doing high yield lending, and now you wonder why you can't get a house because 
all the toys and bullshit that you guys have. Okay? You can't just drive around a piece of shit while you can. Now, I got a... I got a I got a uh, Toyota Highlander. I, I think I I paid way too much for it, but at the time my other car wasn't doing well, and I traded it in. Actually, I got a good trade-in value on it. You know, they actually paid the car off. They only had to put like a couple thousand down to get into the Highlander, but you know they had markups on them because they didn't have the markups was because of demand. They don't, that don't happen. We are in a demand with houses. And once, since that demand is, is high, um, the house prices are a lot higher. And I'm going with the market. I'm going with the market, okay? I'm going with what my house value should be at. Not where, not where it should be because the rest of the neighborhood is at a lower market value because they're pieces of shit. Look around you, people. Look around you when you start looking at my house, all the houses around you that are not fixed. Roofs are bad. Water don't work. Heating systems, uh, thirty years old. Um, heating systems do last quite a while, but your water heaters don't. They're only good for about ten, maybe fifteen years if you're lucky, before they need repair or just replace it. And now we got these high efficiency ones that are costing double the price because uh, they got to be hooked up different. So if you got an older house and you get a new water heater put in, um. You are now going to have to, that water heater has to be hooked up a certain way. And it costs you double the amount of money to have that, hood, that water heater put in. But anyway, hey, it's just me. It's just how things are. So uh, if you want a house, start looking for what you can afford. And you also got to look at not just the price, the closing costs. Okay? Because I'm, I'm, play, I'm done playing games with these dumb people. If you're on my channel... And you're here, then you're you're probably wondering why you can't what you doing wrong or you can't get into a house. So tell you what, quit being dumb, start buying something within you can afford. All right, guys, thank you very much.